Style Podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Friday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Good morning to all, all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Good morning, ladies. Look at your screens, please. And you see I'm waving my hand. So I got a question for you. You know when you cut your hand and you have to put polysporina on it? You can't actually use your hand because you, you can't touch anything because everything you touch has now polysporin on it, as I found out this morning. So I had a, I have a cut on the bottom of my, my middle finger, and it's, it's infected. So I go to put polysporin on it, and, and then I start touching everything without thinking that I have polysporin on my finger. And now literally everything that I've touched is covered in polysporin. That's what Band-Aids are for. So like, seriously. Put a Band-Aid what? around the polysporin, dude. Are you kidding me? You for real? <laughs> you didn't know that you put polysporin on a cut and then you put a band-aid on yes, it to I protect did. it? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You fully didn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> how old are you? Is this really how this day is going to start? <laughs> yeah, He's like, day. guys, don't worry. I've got a story here. It's like funny slice of life. It's n- like that. I feel sorry for <laughs> you. <laughs> like- my God! My laptop, my phone, my headphones are all covered in polysporin. It's very greasy stuff. Yeah, it's meant to go under a bandaid. <laughs> okay, well, it doesn't say that on the package. It says uh, you read the oh package. Oh my God! <laughs> Why? In what world would you take the time to read the package of polysporin but not know enough to put a bandaid? Like it tells you where to put it and put it on the infected area. Keep out of reach. I think children. you need to put it on your brain. That's oh the my infected gosh. area. <laughs> This is what you wanted to start with. Yeah, I thought it'd be relatable. <laughs> so, so this is how the, this is how this show goes. In the like, you know, we have these little chats. So, what are we going to talk about here? And Stu's like, no, 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 trust me, trust me. It's a great story. It's awesome. like very relatable. I don't think anyone can no. relate to you because nobody would do maybe that. A two-year-old, I think, could. I can't be the yeah. only one that's that's done a this. A three-year-old, maybe. Yeah. Why would you smear your finger in polysporin and assume that you were It'd just be fine. good to walk around? Well, in my defense, the other day when I bought it, there I is asked, no defense. <laughs> I blame my wife. She didn't tell me. Oh come oh, on! Oh my god! This well, goes. No, this it, goes uh, hang back on a to sec. the mother. I think. Hang on a sec. I thought you're supposed to put it on and just let it let the polysporin do its thing, and then then when um, it's done, you wipe it off. I mean, yes, if you're just going to sit there on the couch and not touch anything, but if you're going to go about your day and be in the kitchen yeah. and then be at your desk, then any sane human would know that you have to wrap it in something. Okay, but also in my defense, we, <laughs> oh, we're out of Band-Aids. We're out of Band-Aids. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a likely yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, okay. get, that's not your get-out-of-jail-free card. Wow. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome. Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, boys and girls, gather around. Question for you. Do you have a lot of dreams at night when mm-hmm. you sleep? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah. I feel like I go through like waves. Sometimes I have them and sometimes I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good news if you have a lot of dreams because scientists have found that the higher your IQ, uh, the, if, the more you dream. Really? The higher the IQ, mm-hmm. the more you dream. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So it's great news if you're dreaming lots when you're do you sleeping. Do you dream a lot? <laughs> oh my, yeah, I do. Really? That's yeah. shocking. Okay, sure <laughs> After the do. whole Band-Aid ordeal, sure I don't do. know about the IQ anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 
cool. I like to know that because yeah. uh, I pretty much dream every night. So. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, okay. you know that feeling where like some of them you wake up and you're like, okay, it's not real. You don't have to go back into this dream. You don't mm-hmm. have to think about it. And then other ones, when you wake up, you're like, I want to go back into yeah. that dream. Go back. <laughs> go back. Do, do you yeah. find that something happens in your dream and it kind of foreshadows your day? Because the weirdest things happen to me in my dreams and then at some point in my day, like it goes back to my dream. See, for me, it's more like whatever happened in my day, I somehow then incorporate into my dream that night. Interesting. Mm. Like last night, I was dreaming about like singing Justin Bieber songs. Oh my God. <laughs> so we were belting out Bieber yesterday. <laughs> I don't know. That's and, funny. Yeah. No. Mine are, mine are all over the map, and I often have some bad dreams. Like I have. I have nightmares if I watch scary stuff before. So now dreams in Technicolor. <laughs> do you, uh, a quick question: Do you guys ever dream about me? No. no. Let's no. check the scores. No. Uh, score, please. Uh, I'll give it an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Me Thanks. too. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, to the text machine we go. Early morning kids get that an eleven. We have tons of dreams. Thank you. Oh, you're very smart children. Look at that. Mm. Um, tired but very excited for the break, teacher. That was all one word. It was oh. difficult for me to read. <laughs> um, <laughs> that new texter says, uh, how do they measure the IQ? So not sure I agree with that and gave you a four. Mm. Okay, find a shorter handle, tired but very excited teacher for the break. No, uh, I like Chopper, it. <laughs> Chopper Joe gives us a 10 this morning. I almost dream every night if I... Yeah. Uh, Diva Cloud says, I have insomnia and daydream about dreaming. It's the worst when you just can't get mm, into dream yeah. mode. Giving you a 10. Um, wonderful Woody says, uh, that's great. Thanks. Now I'm feeling, uh, dopey. I hardly ever dream that I remember. Um, he still gave you a 10 though this morning, given saying it's Thank great you. fact. Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Well, that explains a lot about Ghost Rider. He's one smart <laughs> cookie. And like his old man, we give you a 10. <laughs> and Country Girl says uh, that she has tons of dreams. And so she's very happy to know that she has a high IQ. Yeah. So thank you for that. I think if people dream well, they're giving you a good score this yeah, morning. Yeah, she's giving you a 10. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Oh, it was dramatic in the courtroom yesterday as a judge sentenced actor Jesse Smollett to 150 days in prison, 30 months probation, and $145,000 in fines. Ooh, he got time. Okay. He did not think he was going to get time, and it was written all over his face. This, of course, for staging a hate crime against himself while the nation struggled with these issues of racial injustice, believing his story at the time. And the judge went on and on and on to him and really explained why he was giving him this. And he said, I don't think you did it for money. You were on a show making $2 million. Like you were doing fine. He goes, I think you just want attention. Yeah. And you just like you crave that. And, you know, he was already working with a lot of different, you know, social injustice uh, organizations. And he just thought that he could weave himself into that narrative and get clout, really. So uh, he got up all dramatic and, you know, saying that if anything happens to him in jail, that it's he's not suicidal. So if I'm killed in there, you guys know the truth. He just fist pumping and the Mm. whole thing claiming his innocence. And there's a lot of other people that still believe he's innocent as well. Like Reverend Jesse Jackson and a bunch of protesters were out in the streets saying it is unjust that he's now going to be in prison, forced to share this jail cell with his attackers. 
who are also going. Oh. Yeah. So good times. Yeah. So who knew that Elon Musk had another baby? Hands up. Uh, what? Right. what? <laughs> yeah. Now what? is the name of the second child as? Oh, it's as just goofy as, as interesting. Yeah, just as interesting. So we all know his uh, his boy is like what X Y Z plus nine yeah. fourteen. Yeah, there's like symbols whatever. in his name. <laughs> yeah, and he just Emojis. goes by uh, by X or something. Uh, so the only reason we know about this baby is because a Vanity Fair interviewer went over to speak with Grimes, his girlfriend, and heard a baby crying in the other room and was like do you have another baby and she was like i'm not at liberty to speak about these things uh, what's that <laughs> uh, no that's a, that's a dog and, and then eventually revealed that yes it's a girl and her name is exa dark side rail musk and she oh goes my by God. y for short so they have Poor an kid. x and a y okay yeah that makes sense uh and so he was asking like what is going on with you guys because like everyone thought they're not together anymore yeah. or whatever so she says that uh, she refers to him as her boyfriend, but they're very fluid. They live in separate houses. They're best friends. They see each other all the time. They just have their own thing going on. And she said, but we want to keep having kids together because we want three or four. What? Okay. <laughs> very fluid to me means we can, you know, have Open fun on the side. Yeah. Right. Open relationship. And I mean, separate houses? And like never married. So no. You know what? They'll come back. They have an X and a Y. Hey, do you want to hook up for a Z? Well, they're going to have... Well, they kind of they started at the end of the alphabet if they right. want to have four. Yeah, they have to go go, X, go back a. to A. X, Y, Z. Oh, man. Makes my head spin. This is all brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. There will be a lot of families in this position this weekend. Flying off for March break, maybe assigned to different seats on the plane, kid over here, kid over there, parents over here, parents over there. It happens a lot. And it happens a lot that people ask you, if you don't mind, we could just switch seats so we can sit together. So what do you do in that situation? Is it rude not to give up your seat and switch? What do you do? Well, as someone who prepays for the extra legroom and, and purposely chooses my seat because I'm old and I want a specific seat, I'm not changing. Unless you offer me cash. Usually, oh, no, usually it's about four. No, I'm old and I'm set in my ways. I mean, obviously I'm not going to be a total jerk, but if I, like if you want to sit with your partner, like, no. If you got a kid, obviously I'll, you know, I'll move, but... This is why I pre-choose my but seat. But they have a kid, and they didn't pay to select their seats, but you did. So <sighs> how, so you know what I mean? Like, this is where a lot of people have issues with that. Because in a lot of flight situations now, gone are the days yeah. where you could just go on the night before and select your seat. You could do that, but now you have to pay, like, what, 40 50 bucks a seat that yeah. you want to switch? Yeah, do. Every time. Every time I book a flight, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll select my seat. And they're like, here's an extra $40. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't do okay, it anymore. Forget about it. I'll just get what I get. So it's more valuable to people now what seat you have, yeah. especially yeah, if you exactly. paid for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've actually been in this situation before, um, and I was in an aisle seat, uh, three on each side of in, in this plane, and it was like a father and a kid, and then on the opposite side, it was me, and then on the opposite side of the aisle was like mom and I think another kid. So that's why they kind of, you know, they separated yeah. themselves, but um, they asked, they're like, uh, would you mind like switching and coming over on the opposite side? And they were 
going to somehow, like, I think I ended up with a middle seat. Oh, ouch. But the thing was, the reason why I said yes to it is because, like, mom was constantly having to hand things over top of me to dad. Like, the supplies were with mom. She was sending them over. And I was like, this is a nightmare. I don't want want to be stuck in the middle of this family for the next little while. So I believe it's situational because in that situation, I was like, yeah. But if your daughter wants to see, like, the window seat, because I'm a middle seat person or a window seat person. Yeah. I will take that any day. I don't get up in the flight if I don't have to. So I want to sit as close to the center to get that good view of the window. But I also don't want to have to ever get up for anybody who's yeah. sitting like, in the middle seat or the window seat. So if your daughter just wants to, like, I don't know, look out the window, I'm like, nah. You're not switching. No, nah, I'm not no. switching for that. But like for the convenience of me to not have you passing things over top of me the entire flight, yeah, I yeah. will switch. See, I had this conversation with my girlfriends last weekend because I think everybody I know is headed on March break this week. And I would say more than half of them, even though they booked trips last year, did not get flights sitting together. Like even yeah. with their seats, like even with their spouses, they don't so much care because their kids are all teenagers, right? right. So it doesn't really matter. Those teenagers are going to put on their headphones and they can be anywhere on the plane. They don't care. But uh, if it was like a smaller kid, I would definitely, my heartstrings would be pulled because, uh, you know, the mama bear uh, factor. But um, I feel like it's situational for me. Like if I was alone on a flight, flying alone somewhere, 100% I would give up my seat. I don't care where I am. I just kind of like zone out, watch a movie or fall asleep. But if I'm with my own family, certainly not switching because I'm not going to separate my own family for the good of yours. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think there's also a golden rule that if somebody comes up to me and says, hey, I want to sit with my kid. If the kid's cute, no problem. If you've got an ugly kid, no. Oh, you're terrible. Uh, Oh, my gosh. I would think the age of the kid would matter maybe. like totally matters. (laughs) If that kid Uh, is under 12. No, I think if if a kid is under 12, they need a parent around them yeah 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 for sure uh anyway so we're curious what your kind of rule of thought is on this what you do have you been in this situation what you would do uh what are your thoughts you can call us 750-1100 or text us at 10 30 so you're either black or white on this it seems you know do you give up your seat on a plane if someone asks you to swap and some of you might be running into this tomorrow for march break travel mm-hmm. well for all of you who said hell no you might change your mind the next time you're sitting next to a kid under 12 when you hear this story yeah we'll get to poor megan's story in a a minute but first uh i like jen's approach i mean you know there's no wrong answer here and you're allowed to have whatever your opinion is she said nope i always say no she said these days each seat is different pricing and i pay a premium for my seat selection so if you were too late to plan you don't manage to get your act together you can sit apart (laughs) okay then she said with those small kid issues with seating that needs to be serviced at the gate before they even get on the plane so she said they should not be asking me when i'm already on board and seated yeah which i get yeah Yeah, for sure totally Mm -hmm. uh sonia's uh text texted us at 10 30 i can totally relate to this Uh, on our trip back from barbados our 13 and 15 year old had seats a couple of rows in front of us the flight attendant asked us if we wanted to have the kids closer to us my husband loudly declared that i already already spent two weeks with them and they were fine where they were (laughs) that would totally be me we need a break did you write that text (laughs) well katie says that she actually did give up her seat once and she will never ever do it again So what happened is that they ended up with a three-seat row for just two people. You think, oh, amazing, great, wonderful. But it was near the bathroom. People stood in front of her seat, 
pulled at her seat as they walked by, tried to use the aisle where their legs go, and they just, like, it was just awful. She said, so unless I'm going to first class, I'm never moving seats again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being the bathroom monitor is not fun on a plane. Those back rows, like, you can't recline them. You're sitting upright. There's no leg room. It's oh. extra loud back there. Yes. Like, it's just it's just awful at the back of the plane. Yeah, the clanking of everything yeah. that they're preparing. Uh-huh. So, and this is why, as you said, Janelle, that maybe sometimes uh, you do it because you could end up in this situation that these guys were. (laughs) So, Megan said that this actually happened to them once they were the family and they were asking people. They did have seeds booked together, though. I will give her that, but they were scattered at the last minute. So, then her 11 year old was seated between two men. Her husband was in the row in front of them. She was in the next row. The 11-year-old vomited mid-flight sandwich between these two strangers. Heck no. That's why you switch. That's why you switch. You vomit on your own parent. (laughs) The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. So today is the two-year anniversary of when it was first declared we are in a pandemic. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Gross. And that was right before March break when all those yeah. families were scrambling, yeah. figuring out, do we go or do we not go? That is crazy. And here we are with a lot of families this weekend once again jetting off, well, for the first time in probably two years. And that will mean a lot is going on at the airports. So whether you're flying out of Ottawa, Montreal, or Toronto, Pearson International has announced that today is going to be their busiest travel day since the pandemic started. They are expecting approximately 85,000 passengers to depart from there today. Godspeed. Today. And here's the thing. Because if you are flying domestic, it's 90 minutes in advance you have to be there. Mm -hmm. That's for domestic. If you are flying international, you are jetting off to a beach, they want you there at least three hours in advance. Come on. Oh, Oh my God. Imagine those families that have like six o'clock flights tomorrow having to be there at three. With all the kids waking them up. They're so grumpy. Oh, my God. I know. No, thanks. And they said, please pack your patience for your trips. Keep that in mind this week. So BTS, one of the biggest bands on the planet, right? Performing Mm -hmm. still, doing these shows. And they recently performed a massive stadium show in South Korea. And this is so ominous and weird to see because they had to get super innovative how to celebrate. I mean, we're returning to concerts, but imagine returning to a concert like this. Standing, singing, shouting, screaming of any kind are still prohibited there. Very strict COVID protocols with their government. So 15,000 people packed into this stadium with all of these rules that everyone had to follow. They were all provided with clappers. (laughs) You know, like those things like clack, 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 clack. So imagine the amount of restraint for a teenage girl (laughs) when these teenage heartthrobs get on stage and you cannot scream. Like there is not a scream to be heard in this video. Everyone is sitting down and just sitting there with clappers. And could you imagine being the performers not having that like audience like sing back to you Mm -hmm. and like that energy that you like totally would play off of? Imagine how hard that would be. Like you can't have any emotion at all. The concert hall would sound hollow, like empty. I know. Like really unbelievable. The video is crazy to see. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? 
Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. On this Friday morning, Janelle, who's made the cut? We have Karen and Celine on the line this morning. And uh, who won yesterday? Not me. Um, me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, we have, do we have the categories? Uh, yes. They're sending your way right now. Okay, so we uh, have uh, Celine with Stu playing first this morning. Hello, Celine. Comment ça va? Hello, Celine. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, Celine. Hello? Can she not hear you? Bonjour, Celine. Hey. Comment ça va? Do you hear Stu? No, I can't hear Stu. Oh. Uh, this is going peachy. <laughs> Hi, Celine. Oh, now I hear. Hi, Celine. Oh. Bonjour, Celine. Comment ça va? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did I break the equipment again? <laughs> Can you hear him now? Hello, no. Celine. Near, far. I'm not sure why Celine won't hear you. Mm. Can you hear Angie? Hi. Hi. Okay, she hears me. Yeah, I hear you, but I can't hear Sue. Uh, Angie might have to play with both contestants today. Oh, no. Which means <laughs> <laughs> another loss for Sue. <laughs> she Wonderful. did hear him at one point. I don't know I what did, happened there. At the beginning. Oh. And you can't hear me now. Nope. That's sound weird. Like clearly not. Okay, have okay, fun. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. All right, Celine, you got me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, your categories this morning were sent in from Anthony Lenzo, and it's things you see your face in or things that get stuck in your teeth. Okay. Um, let's go with things that get stuck in your teeth. Things that get stuck in your teeth. All right. <laughs> here we go. You eat this on the cob. Oh, we need it. Yes, sorry, what? Corn. Okay. This a ribeye or T-bone? Ribs. Or- no. Ribs. No, it's you're cutting into a big juicy steak. Yes, uh, and then this um, this is what you eat at the movie theater. Popcorn. Yeah, what goes with salt? Salt and pepper. Yeah, what is uh, salad made with? Lots of lettuce. Yes, uh, you crack these out of a shell and you eat them. Eggs. What? Eggs. No. What? No peanuts. Yes. Good. Uh, <laughs> What did you say? Eggs. I oh, think. eggs. I think she's eggs. Oh, um, I, I was hearing dates. I was like, what? Uh, can I just jump in for a sec? What? Uh, a message from Skinny Jeans Dean. He said, uh, check N1A on the buses. That's a technical term. Yeah, Catherine for... was messing around with this yeah. yesterday, she told me. That might be it. <laughs> can you hear him now? Hi, Celine. Hi. Oh, Hi. See, that's okay. a button I don't ever touch. Yeah. I don't thanks, ever touch that button. I thanks, Catherine Dines. <laughs> okay. So now what do we, we do? Leave the studio as you found it. Well, that means that um, I would think that uh, Stu can play with Angie's contestant, Karen. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good morning, Karen. So just so we know, uh, Celine and Angie ended up with uh, six? Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you sure? Uh, yeah. Or five, 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 yeah, five. This is running about as smooth as yeah. the LRT. It's been a this good morning. morning. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. All right, Karen. Good morning. Unfortunately, you have to play with Stu, even though you requested to play with Andy. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, she did. <laughs> oh, I'm going to bring my A game this morning. All right, Karen. Hey. Uh, okay. What so category? Your, your category is things you see your face in. All right, Karen. You ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. You look at your face in the. Near. Yes, and you're looking out to see the outside? Window. Yes, and oh, you look through this uh, when you graduate high school. Pass. You're looking through this, flip, flipping through this. You see all your classmates. Can all right, I? skip it. Uh, skip it. Uh, I'm going to take a picture of you. That's a what? A photo. 
a photo what? Photograph. Yes, and I'm going to take not a photo, but a, a moving, like a, a, uh, a video. Yes, and I'm going to read Ottawa Citizen is a newspaper. Oh! Yeah. Oh! After the buzzer. We are going for yearbook, Karen. Yeah. Oh, the but yearbook. But you wanted to play with Angie. <laughs> well, she did because she lost with you. Well, Celine, this, Celine couldn't hear me because Catherine was messing with the equipment. Karen wanted to play with Angie. Eh, not my fault. I don't feel bad. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Uh, so congratulations, Celine. <laughs> Felicitations, Celine. Vous avez gagné. Yay, great. Oh, right. Tell her when she's won. You are up to the movies. We've got a pair of passes and treats for two to Landmark Cinemas uh, for movie lovers. And you can check out all of their movie times at uh, landmarkcinemas.com. Perfect. Felt it for Bieber. Let's do it. Win your way in. With Move. All right, let's say hello to Kate, who's going to try and be the hero mom for her daughter, Lily. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, Kate, your daughter wants to go to this show. How old is she? She's 10. And she would be going to her first concert, you said? Yes. Oh, oh boy. Yes. Okay. No pressure, mom. No pressure, we yeah. love that. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, we need you to sing at the top of the lungs like we expect you to while you are at the Justin Bieber concert at the CTC. So, are you ready to belt it for Bieber? Yes. All right. Here we go. In three, two, one, go. My mama don't like you and she likes everyone. And I never like to admit that I was wrong. And I've been so caught up in my job, didn't see what's going on. But now I know I'm better sleeping on my own. And if you like the way way you look that much, oh, baby, you can go and love yourself. Oh, my God, Kate. What a lovely serenade. You ended the week perfectly because all five contestants this week have been awesome. <laughs> you do a lot of that song, too. Yeah. Well done, girl. Uh-huh. That's the chorus. That's the chorus. <laughs> Almost sounded like a con- the country version of that song. That's me, yeah. Kate nice job. and Lily off to Bieber. Yes, thank you so much. That's awesome. And Catherine Dines will have another chance for you to play this Belt It for Beaver to get to the concert uh, March 27th. Listen this afternoon for your chance to win. The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Anne-Marie Medewig from CTV's Your Morning is joining us now for our weekly chat. And I think she might be <laughs> flexing a little bit today. Some brag-worthy content. <laughs> uh, so me and my best friend, Ryan Reynolds, had a little chat uh, about the Adam Project. Um, he, you know what, guys? You know, because you do these interviews as well, you never know if the person that you see on the screen that you love, who's charming, who's fun and warm and funny, is going to be the same person that shows up. You and always hope that that's yeah. the case. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I was so thrilled that he was even more than, than what I thought. We had a great chat about his new movie, The Adam Project. And it's, it is classic Ryan Reynolds. He is funny. It makes you laugh. There's lots of like nostalgia because he loves that. There's lots of action in it. But there's also some really heartfelt... Um, scenes in there like things you know i'm used to laughing till i cry in a ryan reynolds movie but i was crying because i was crying because my heart was so touched in some of these scenes so part of the movie deals with issues and he calls them like like the trojan horse so he brings it in on the funny but he's talking about like relationships between fathers and sons and what it's like um 
to lose a parent and then what that that whole emotion that comes with losing a parent and and you know if I could have another five minutes or if I could live in their space again, mm-hmm. what would that be like? So they really go there in all of this. But he would sort of describe this as like a, like a love letter to his parents. There's stuff about his mom in there that he loves. Uh, there's things that, you know, there's a scene in there where he said, you know, I wish I'd heard some of these words from my own father and his own father had passed away years ago. Mm-hmm. So it just, it really got me thinking about who our parents are and how we see them as a kid versus how we see them, see them as adults and how that changes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I want to see. This How dare so you speak to my my BFF without consulting <laughs> with me first, Anne Marie? I thought we were friends. Well, he said to say hi to you, and he looks forward to getting together soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I you know, love that you're lying. I'll take that to. The, I'll take that. <laughs> you know what happened is that he tweeted at him that he liked his gin, and he sent to a case of gin. No way. Yeah. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. And so since then, we have not heard the end of his bromance with Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Right? So this is like, Stuart, this is what I think is cool about Ryan Reynolds. Like when we get, when you, you know, when you do these junkets, right? You sit down, you've got a certain amount of minutes to go. There's a producer standing there who's like, wrap it up, wrap it up. And what was great about Ryan Reynolds is, I, I think he does this for everybody, but I love that he thinks to do this is at the end of the conversation, he says, so do you know, I, I filmed in Sri Lanka once and you're from Sri Lanka, right? I mean, there's, there's no way he would know that other than doing a quick wiki search. Um, wow. And so, but I love the fact that he takes the time to wow. do things like that to people he's having a yeah. conversation, right? That intentionality. Oh my God, yeah. Really impressive. You're like, he sees me. He knows yeah. me. Like, wow, that's really cool. I just love yeah. him even more, Anne-Marie. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. No, but you, now. <laughs> you really made us want to see this movie, though. I mean, it was already on our radar, but mm-hmm. you, oh yeah. my gosh, that mm-hmm. sounds like a must watch. Yeah, and I'll give you a little bit of a, a tidbit that he shared with us is that there's a scene with Mark Ruffalo where he, like, gives this speech. Mark Ruffalo plays his dad. And um, and he he's – I don't think there's a man on this planet that wouldn't want to have those words said to them and oh, just get the Kleenexes yeah. ready. Okay. And, and, when, okay. and the, tidbit, the tidbit that he told us was they had started rehearsing that scene, and Sean Levy said, stop. And he wisely threw up the lights, got everyone in position, and he said, now go. And that rehearsal was the take that's in the movie. Oh, wow. Well, as somebody that cries at commercials, I can't wait for this movie. <laughs> oh, if the Tim Hortons commercials get you, you'll be bawling in that. Oh. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Th- thanks so much. And What's Trending is brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, it seems there's a whole lot of love in the air around Ottawa as we inch closer to Valentine's Day again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this was a motion City Council unanimously approved of, which was to declare that March 14th would be Valentine's Day 2.0 here in Ottawa. So really, this was a chance to draw attention to downtown retail and restaurants to recoup some of what was lost Valentine's Day and elsewhere while our city was occupied by the trucker convoy. So they're hoping that you will support those local businesses, maybe make some reservations on Monday, get some takeout and etc. But in the lead up to that, some volunteers have been hosting card making workshops at local businesses, making tons of homemade valentines. They've set up a little valentine collection boxes at some businesses if people would like to drop off a little card of support for downtown businesses that were affected. There are little card collection boxes at places like Mushu Ice Cream, 
Happy Goat Coffee, uh, the Gilmore on Bank. So uh, assembling all of these Valentines and then putting them into little brown paper bags, just like we used to get when we were kids in school. (laughs) And uh, they'll be dropping off these cards of love and support for local businesses on Valentine's Day. That's cute. That's Mm -hmm. nice. And also to places like Shepherds of Good Hope, uh, Mm -hmm. Youth Services Bureau, which we know were highly affected by the convoy. So just a nice little boost for business and support from the community for these people who are still trying to get back to normal. So think of some way to support maybe downtown businesses on Valentine's Day 2.0 here in Ottawa on Monday the 14th.